Rebellious Anarchy podcast and we're back once again with another episode from the astrology series. This time we're speaking to Capricorn, good friend of mine, Amina. Welcome, Amina. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you sound absolutely amazing. <laughs> I think this is probably <laughs> one of the greatest sounding recordings I've done yet. Um, how are you? I'm actually doing really, really good, really good. Feeling blessed, you know what I mean? And how about yourself? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Done um, quite a bit of recording today. So, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those moments where I feel like, hmm, might as well strike while the iron's hot. Really on that. So we've ended up here on the podcast. Thank you so much for, for volunteering um, to come on and, and share a story um yeah so i guess uh where do we go from here would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself first of all okay okay i'll be more than happy and th again thanks for the invite um my name's amina i live in texas in the united states i'm 34 single no kids and i am a nurse How have you found the, uh, the last year, you know, with the whole pandemic being announced? Uh, you know, I would have to say now that we're making it through it, or I don't want to say it's calmed down, but more, we're more enlightened or more able to see exactly how to deal with this type of situation. It actually strengthened me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um it helped me to become a better person and it also really put a flashlight on who's really your friends who's really not um dating wise who do you really want to spend time with who because when it first started you if you were dating around you really couldn't after you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so you had to be very very selective and as a Capricorn, even though we're very strategic in our thinking when it comes to relationships, I am not that good. I am not that good on selecting. And I was one of the ones that chose, I guess, not the best option that suits me. The option um, that, that force you to, <laughs> to grow, I guess. Huh? The options that force you to grow. You know, now that I'm out the thick of it, mm. that is true. But while you're in it, you just really yeah. do a lot yeah. of thinking <laughs> and reflecting on the inside. You know, um, I'm still learning that, you know, you got to always go by what people do, not what they say. Mm. Um, mm. You can't trust everybody, no matter how long you've known them. And a lot of the times people think your enemy or someone out to get you is this complete stranger. No, it is always, I want to say always, it is 98% someone in your immediate circle. Mm. Um, and a little bit of reflection on my, I guess, when it comes to astrology, even though I'm a Capricorn sun, 
I'm such a cancer moon. So I feel like I'm a little bit more emotional than the next Capricorn. My moon and ascending is cancer. And if you know anything about astrology, well, of course you do, but I had to learn for myself that cancer and Capricorns are the extreme opposites. Yeah. And I am both. So yes i love money i wouldn't say i'm money hungry but i do believe that money can equal happiness because when you're sick with money you can buy medicine um if you want to give a gift to somebody you need money if you need to help out with someone you need money so i am very career focused but but i'm also very emotional like i will have to say a lot of the cancer um, characteristics the show especially when it comes to dating for me at least okay. but um i don't know where to begin um wow wow <laughs> yeah i was gonna say because that that was a whole foray into who amina is um at, at this point i like to ask the question okay so tell me a story so whichever story you've got to mind that comes to mind right now um Whichever one you feel led to share. Hmm. Hmm. I would go ahead and I can always... The foundation comes from a relationship that was about eight and a half years. Um, I, Long or ago? Oh, dated long so it was an eight and a half year relationship but I disconnected maybe in 2017 early January and that's when I started to rebuild myself um am I I guess you don't say real names right even though I said mine um it's fine it's up to you make up a name if you will because the question is who I am, correct? The, the question is is for you to tell a story. Okay. Yeah, so go tell us a story about something that happened to you or something that you experienced, um, whether it's funny or sad or serious or w- whatever it is, just anything that you feel reflects who you are. Okay. I can say that this story doesn't reflect who I am, but this story helped me to become who I am today. It was the foundation of it. So basically I met this person when I was 22, Um, never had a real relationship prior to that. Um, I think I wasn't a virgin, but I maybe had like one partner. So I was very, even though I was older, I guess you can say I was very naive to a lot of things. I dated this person for like eight and a half years and of course the beginning of it I guess four years within it was okay every relationship has its rocky moments but I would say six months you get your first red flag and you either listen or you don't um he was still messaging other people still trying to I guess test out the waters Um, that almost led to a breakup but didn't and as we progressed on I would say the seventh going towards the eighth year that's when everything came crashing down Um, 
I have helped this person basically when he couldn't pay his rent. I came through, couldn't pay his sticker for his car to go to school. I helped because again, at this time, I when thought you, we were. When you say a when you say a sticker, what do you oh, mean? Oh, I am sorry about that. Okay, so <laughs> in college in the United States, you know, they are very money hungry. So not only do you have to pay to go to school, you have to pay to park. So you Oh right, okay. So the sticker is like maybe um like it's parking. Some place to do stickers, some place to do placards, but basically is something that you put on your car to let the school know you paid and you can park there. If you even right. though you paid for school, if you did not pay to park there, they will tow your your vehicle. Yeah. And just basically hard times I was there, but it was never reciprocated. Um but the last year is when everything came into fruition. Mm. Um, it basically went from um, gaslighting to finding out not only I was getting cheated on, I was getting cheated on with a full-blown drug addict mm. was into methamphetamine who was in love with another drug addict also into methamphetamine and that girl's sense of I don't know what's real and what's not you know no disrespect to Pisces but it led her to stalk my house call me from 10 different numbers on WhatsApp different numbers on my iPhone different emails on my Gmail I have emails from my iCloud I have I don't know how many blocked Facebook accounts from this girl. Her name was Abby. I That I'm going to say publicly because I pray she hears this. She was an insane psycho. Now, I don't blame her completely because, of course, someone has to leave that door open. But I basically went through this whole scenario by myself. I tried to get help from the... Um, police in my state and they refused because I had no evidence so wow. I had to sit through what, a so you had year. emails and texts and all of this with phone calls and stuff but yet you had no evidence um because to them just because a person says it let me let me actually say it the way the detective because I went several times my car is keyed and was broken into so there was incidents that led up to it but the issue that I would say not only my state has is probably just a problem in the US itself Hmm. is that they want to wait until something actually happens for them to get involved so if a person threatens you over the phone through text or through emails their rebuttal is how do we know it's them yes it's their email yes it's their phone how do we know it's not someone else texting for them that's the role they play wow so they will tell you or at least i was told that i had to get recordings and not just one or two but several to have some type of leg to stand on because threats by facebook threats by text um emails to them means nothing and this is why you know people end up getting killed or hurt because when you try to go for help there is no one to help you I hate to say it but it's true but I went through that for a year 
him trying to come back into my life, also being on drugs, calling random times of the night, coming to my house random times of the night, threatening, even got physical more than once, uh, basically led me to think about what situations am I putting myself in? Do I really know people that I claim to know? Um, it took years. Like to this day, once in a while, I get a message, but it ended up that they both got arrested for like stealing a car and then trying to go across the border to sell it. Mm-hmm. And when he was in jail, he gave them my number. So I'm having two different, like, a city out of my state calling my phone saying I have there's a person in jail by the name of blank blank trying to connect with you okay um I had to block all ways of communication even though people when they want to talk to you they find a way but and, and that's just to sum it up because it's 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 an hour long story if I was to get into it even though we're probably into it way longer but (laughs) it was literally I was in a love triangle not knowing I was in a love triangle and then could not get myself out of the love triangle from her perspective my existence was preventing her from finding the addict and the love of her life he will use me as a carrot to dangle her to make her do things and then him he would try to use aggressive tones or languages or just say things like you wouldn't be nothing without me blah 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 to try to trigger me now you don't think a person you've known for seven years will pull the stunt this person would but you will be surprised with the people you really think you know and that itself that situation itself made me hesitant to date like I didn't date or I barely started trying to talk to somebody recently as of last year I took that much of a gap I had to stop having sex for over a year just to get a grasp on reality and my identity and trying to move on past it because it's it triggers it's a it's a big triggering fact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that I'm there I'm just thinking you know because sometimes when I say it it doesn't sound like reality it sounds Mm -hmm. like some random TV show you would see or some sitcom but that's pretty much not really a sad story just I would say more insightful be careful who you who you really think you know you know what I mean because you really don't know a person until they're down on their luck or you're down on your luck and then that's who you truly know who you're dealing with yeah yeah they they say that um diamonds are made under pressure and uh i think some people crack under pressure and and reveal certain aspects of themselves whether that be from their shadow or otherwise or some sort of unhealed um unresolved uh, trauma regardless of how big or small it may appear to be 
Um, and it, it becomes so immersive that it, it rears itself in these quote unquote opportune moments um, where really an approach that would be seen to be holistic and restorative and really just, just healthy, having a healthy dynamic with somebody else would go some way to, to, to managing and navigating through that situation because there's there's always two sides to the story there's always perspectives different perspectives but um i think that <clears throat> when it comes to especially romantic relationships um communication really is one of those vital vital aspects and if you're not able to communicate with the other person then it kind of leaves it short because one person will come and then the other person just doesn't and there's a constant battle and a conflict that takes place um so how have you had closure or how have you left this situation like have you spoken with him since or heard from her even or has it all stopped now oh man you brought up so many good topics um i would say to the point of there's more than one side that is true Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not a perfect person. Sometimes I could be a little firecracker. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. I feel that not there's certain things no one deserves. Um, and I do believe that our communication was poor. And I do believe that being my first real relationship, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things I was naive or didn't know what to do because it was my it was my first relationship you know I've never spent the night I've never um, lived with someone I never traveled out the state so it was a lot of my first and then when it comes to that you have to make for sure that the person knowing that doesn't take advantage because in my situation I feel there were a lot of vantage points on his side but when it comes to how have I gotten closure I realized, well, first I had to do a lot of research online for myself, just reading about what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> how do I move on from it? Because mm-hmm. it is, this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion, but getting closure, like literally talking to that person to me is a no, no. It is probably a big lie. What does that other person have to tell you for you to move on other than the situations and the signs you saw beforehand. That's what I had to tell myself. I, the closure I got from it is me making peace that this happened. Why did this happen? How can I not let this happen again? And not be, and not having hatred for that person. But as of us having a kumbaya sit down and let's talk about her, there is nothing to talk about because there was <laughs> there could never be anything that he could say to excuse or make a person understand what they were going through i already know you got into drugs you lost your mind and you did what you had to do and then you had fun during it you're older than me because i want to say he's what 30 eight now maybe 39 four or five years apart so it could have been oh this girl's in her late 20s i'm still gonna see if i can pull she introduced me to meth and that's the thing about the story i forgot to mention 
she introduced him to that well I don't know for sure but what I was told and looking at what happened she would buy the drugs she got him to try the drugs and when you bond with a person over a drug that you've never tried before if there's a certain bond that that person's going to be forever connected mm-hmm. to you but mm-hmm. as of me talking no it it took everything in me everything in my power not to run him over should I see him cross my street (laughs) (laughs) because in Texas y'all may say we crazy in Texas in the United States in Texas and as a nurse you know long as you stop and render aid my friend (laughs) long as you stop and render aid and it's just it, it would have been there was so much hate there was so much anger there were so much triggering points that even if I was to reach out I knew in the back of my mind nothing would get resolved because it would it would turn into a it was your fault because well you did this so I did this like a justification mm. I accept responsibility now that Maybe I wasn't the best person at communication and you wanted to go and move on. But there's ways of freaking doing it. You know, there's there's ways of just cut cords. Like, I was very clear. I was like, if this is what you wanted to do, then, yeah, we could have cut cords. You do your thing. But you put me in a whole drama-filled... And if you've never met a meth addict, of all the drugs, and I used to be a dosing nurse at a um, substance abuse a, a facility. Okay. You gotta pause and look up the the, the size and symptoms of a meth addict. They so I'm guessing, were you were you able to to tell like from the very beginning? At first, no, because um, methamphetamine. Um, depending on what your dosage is doesn't last long and depending on if your brain is already um, unstable sometimes the meth can make you a little bit more stable than normal so I would notice when he was more angry or whatever that something was wrong when he was on it at the beginning because I've never done any drugs you know what I mean? I never even really smoked weed, so I did it. I had to learn a lot of it through um, that facility I used to work at, talking to a lot of the addicts, which they were like the nicest people, which I shouldn't even use that word addict, substance abusers who are trying to clean their life, but they would even say, like, I would take a heroin addict or, I mean, I don't consider weed a drug, so I'm not even going to put weed out there. Coke, um what else there's so much I've never I don't think I met somebody on Molly whatever but meth is just a different beast because they also become very paranoid so it'll turn you could be having a regular conversation like you've always done but the person on meth may get triggered today by what you said right now and you have no idea but at first I couldn't at first I couldn't but as he would do more and more or I guess reading different levels um, there'll be times to where because at first you know when you love someone you want to help them you want to see the best in them 
oh maybe you want to you know what I was in the whole mood of a mechanic a repair office maybe if I could fit Mrs. Fix It you know I oh. went through that stage I'm not gonna lie so because this ended up leading him to be homeless like this mm-hmm. is a musician that um when we were together he was at his best weight super athletic um doing different soccer leads was in photography was in school for becoming a music teacher um great communication with his son um me and his baby mom were cool like it went from that to um stealing um the only thing i noticed though he never stole from me he never stole from me Okay. He had some type of grass that he never stole from me, but but he stole um, from everybody else. I've heard some stories that he would that he set some people up. He would tell me stories that he would help that girl write hot checks to people that were that I guess she was like a prostitute. Okay. So like she would like I guess there's like a whole little underground like community of them to where like they'll sleep with each other or rent out like hotels and stuff and like he'll help orchestrate that or if she, like it was so weird it was as if he was sharing like the, the lady I, I, I would I'm not even gonna glorify her as a sex worker because a sex worker at least have a profession she was legit like a prostitute like doing it for drugs not doing it for money not trying to better herself just literally just doing it for drugs and will start shit I'm yeah. sorry, but that's what it was. And he would help. He told me one time he helped. He helped her. He helped teach her how to write a hot check from some guy she was talking to, which he knew about, who was disabled. That's how low they got. Wow. They would go into these like um, places of like um, instruments and like steal stuff and sell it and. It was just, it, 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 it was it was an experience that you don't want to do twice, you know? I mean, it, it sounds like a lot to deal with, having to um, constantly be looking over your shoulder, wondering what is he doing? What's he up to? Like, is, is am I safe? You know, <laughs> real questions that you're asking yourself there. You're right. And the crazy part is I couldn't, do anything because I'm a licensed nurse. That's what really made everything difficult. If I didn't have my license, I would have beat her ass through every realm. <laughs> and when I die, my spirit would have came back trying to fight her again. Because as a Capricorn, we hold grudges for life. Jesus himself could not get me from not whooping her ass. But I like the money I make, so I didn't. I didn't. But that's what really made it. And she knew that. She knew th- She knew where I worked. She knew when I worked. If me and him would have a conversation, she would know about the conversation. It was low-key. I think she became obsessed with me because at the end of it, more than once, at the beginning, she tried to be my friend. In the middle of everything, she tried to be my friend and apologize. She told him she wanted me to be her friend. She wanted to have some type of relationship with me. And I said, I can't even say what I'll say. (laughs) 
You can say it. You can say but, it. It's a, it's a free um, forum. Well, there's certain things you never say recorded, but okay. basically, I'm how, let me see if I can say it softly. In a softer way, I told him to tell her, I'll see this bitch in hell and I'm going to fuck her up then. That's probably the softest way I can say because that's not truly what I said. It was way dark. <laughs> way dark. Way, way Ooh. darker than that. But I like that is someone that probably to this day I if I could get away with it I would whoop her ass because I feel like everybody needs one solid ass whooping to know there's certain stunts you don't pull or you don't try on people and she really tried my gangster and she just didn't understand that before before I became a nurse I talk that shit too I could whoop someone's ass I just choose not to weird don't don't It's not anything but the license. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, that, yeah. That's the real responsibility on you. And I, I would assume that they, being aware of it, might try to probe you a little bit just to I, see how far it takes. Oh, and she tried and she knew. She knew because her mom's a nurse and her mom also knew she was on drugs. So they have a weird relationship as well. But she knew. She knew and he knew and that's what really made my hatred just grow but there's certain when it comes to closure because i know that was the original question there's certain closures you just gotta let go and get it for yourself you're gonna have to make peace with yourself sometimes there's nothing the other person wants to say that they're not not wants to say let me rephrase that there's nothing the other person can say to you to make you move on either you want to move on or you don't now, if you want to see that person get in the hangout because you have love for them, fine. But that's the only thing I really see when people use that term to get closure. Like, for what? Like, and again, I speak because we don't have kids together. Now, maybe if we had kids together, would have been different. Yeah, that, that I think that's <laughs> pretty much the only dynamic, really, that kind of changes things post-relationship. That and potentially maybe any investments, any shared investments that you might have, maybe even a house or something. Um, well, see, on yeah. that, I would have to say I'm a little different. I'll take a hit. I'll take, a matter of fact, I just recently took a hit. I helped someone out. Mm -hmm. Like, I should never do that. Like, five like five bills. And mm -hmm. I, I was promised. And I still haven't got it back. So there's certain hits you just gotta, you, you gotta leave out. You gotta leave out. Like, I would need it right now, especially what I'm trying to accomplish, but what can you do? Um, I think it's, um, it's, for me, it's, you know, when people are talking about money and owing, especially friends, it, it can become quite an uncomfortable conversation. Um, and I know that you mentioned earlier that you borrowed your ex like sums of money for his ticket and for other bits and pieces. And, you know, we, we kind of think about an investment in a relationship as the length of time that we've been with them. But I guess there is also that other, as well as the emotional um, investment, there's, you know, other things like the financial investment, the, the time investment. Um, and the, the vulnerability that we display with a partner is is extremely profound when it's in it, when it's in that place it's extremely profound and to be so vulnerable with somebody for them to turn around and do something that 
is harmful, not only to the relationship, but to you in, in this case. You know, the, these are really, really, really challenging um, things that you're dealing with and, or had dealt with. Um, respect to you for not coming out of your shell and, and <laughs> you know, losing your license because that's, you know, we would have lost the nurse and in the midst of the pandemic, like we would have been a nurse down. So gratitude for that and appreciation. Man, I appreciate that too. And, and, and with this situation, I think what helped me a lot, even though I was naive to a lot of things, I've learned, I've always kind of known how to read people and now I can read people even better. And I knew that's what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to lose my license and to have nothing like they had nothing. Yeah. The ultimate revenge is doing better. Because then when they see you and they say, hey, weren't you with that person? And they're doing so good. It forces people to take a look at yeah. what really yeah. did happen. You know what I mean? But yeah, that wasn't the most money I went. Like, I, I've done some stupid things because... Well, not, I'm not going to say stupid. I, I, again, cancer moon, uh, cancer ascending. So I've learned that I really... When I love people, I love you hard. And um, if I have the means to give, I would help. Like, I helped them buy a car, dude. So, like, yeah, I've lost some money in that one. But I thought it was going to be a long-term thing. Like you said, it was an investment. But that's what I have to learn, that I need to control my cancer moon and my cancer, cancer ascending and hold my emotions back not be so giving like that has literally harmed me more than helped me i think um discernment is a word that really comes up for me there um and just just patience i think something else that i was speaking to a friend about earlier this week and i, I said to them that <clears throat> people will show themselves so you don't even need to say or do anything they will show themselves eventually um, and I think that, you know, a part, especially when you're dealing with intimate relationships, whether that be friends or romantic or otherwise, um, there's, there's conversations that can be had that will show us who that person is. Um, regardless of how well they may be able to articulate a point or how great or bad it might sound, there's always something about something that gives off you know, gives off a bit of an edge um, that there might be something there not ne necessarily saying that it's bad but just something else there to explore um, and through through tapping in you know especially with shadow work and really you know self-actualization real personal self-development you know we can actually access those things and view them from a, a point of view where we can turn it around and, and we can make it something that's beneficial for us. Um, so yeah, just just on that note, like thank you so much for, for coming on in onto the podcast and sharing your story. Um, <laughs> I think you you've maybe thought that you didn't have one prep, but you've always got a story. You've always got a story, and and that was really powerful. But it shows so much compassion shows so much empathy and and that undying i guess the cancerian kind of um projection of of love and yes yeah, it's, it's it's a beautiful 
dark tragedy in in a sense do you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> it, no it really is and i have learned that low-key i do thank him for all of that because i did not know what i can pull from myself until i was tested you know what i mean mm. like i was able to go back to school and get my art in like and i was actually you'll probably well i think two people know and i guess by the time this air it should be done but you know i have a dog now um i'm gonna close on my first house in less than three weeks like i did that by myself like i hustled by myself that i'm gonna get my own place my own house and it has property like but it took those darkest moments to literally break me and rebuild me and i have no hatred because i know you asked me earlier have i talked and i haven't but you know what not saying i lied but i want to say three months ago i was getting calls and calls and calls from a different number or maybe the same number i don't know didn't answer it heard the voicemail and then i got a text message and i was able to say i'm doing really good got a call decline that's all you need to know because at this moment i'm such in a happy place that i'm just taking all of those crying didn't know how i was gonna live how am i why am i going through this darkest moment and just use that pain to push through um, pain, my soul. i'm telling you pain will take you to mountaintops and what i say valley lows that love could never Nina's motivator and mm. I've gotten so much further through all of those tragedies so yeah totally dark back then but now that it's been a couple of years I could kind of giggle like girl you were stupid so so I mean just before we go <laughs> sitting down having that chat with your ancestors and all I of your personality you, I know my grandma hated him because the weirdest things would happen like low key he loved his hair I know you I know we gotta go but I just wanna say this one thing but low key he loved his hair he had beautiful like thick hair everybody in his family have hair tell me why all that hair fell out you oh, know God. you know look at look at God look at, the, look at my ancestors wow not even the hair that you love you lost everything and i don't even have to say it was me it was you hung yourself with all that robe it finally caught up to you mm. so what's the future looking like then um sort of just briefly uh my future is looking like okay um like i mentioned you know I'm gonna close on that house. It's an um, it's an older home. I've always loved older homes. Um, I am still trying to get into the stock market, so I'm doing penny stocks as we speak right now to kind of get the feel of that. Um, I've been told and talking to different types of people about different streams of income because I was told it's not just three streams. You want five streams if you can. You want yep. the types of income that you can make while you're sleeping. 
mm-hmm. and I've learned to roller skate or I'm learning to roller skate and I'm hoping to maybe acquire another property in five years just kind of watching the um the the I guess the what do you what do you, how do you call it down here I guess watching property prices and realtors talk right. about it and just kind of watching all of that seeing where is it going to be in five years so what I'm trying to do is I love nursing I, I love helping the sick man there is nothing like that because at least I know that I'm helping someone in the worst time of their life they don't have to be having a heart attack but when a person's sick they're vulnerable and to them is the worst moment of their life and I'm able to help but future wise um I still help my dad out take care of him um to trying to basically financially build myself and I'm learning to get to know people who already do the things that I like and I'm no longer trying to convince people or people that I've known or my friends to try something new so just networking and future wise trying to see how I could build my own little legacy excellent so it sounds like the future is bright after the dark night of the soul <laughs> it is <laughs> oh that was that was pretty good um thank you so much amina i really 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 appreciate you taking some time to spend with me i know it's uh it's 11 o'clock p.m here um and i'm still oh, wow i forgot the time difference it's like 4 57 in texas right now 4 57 p.m yeah but you'll yeah, see man, me, you know, always a pleasure talking to you, you know i got you i hope Likewise. if they listen to this i'm sorry if the story wasn't as detailed oh no it was fantastic if, thank you, you so know, much it's I, I, just, it's I just sometimes just talk and talk and talk but man it's just when i talk to somebody or talk to you it's like I don't know what's there until it gets pulled out of me and then I start getting triggered or reliving moments and then it comes back to me because this whole situation I had to suppress for years. I had to suppress as if I've never met this person in my life just to push through and then slowly but surely try to deal with each moment on why it happened because then I mean I got anxiety now because of all of that like legit like had to go to the doctor and too much anxiety you know what i mean so it 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 left its little scars but i mean hell if that anxiety helped me buy a house all right that's cool whatever (laughs) (laughs) there's edibles for that right (laughs) (laughs) we're taking that pain and getting something out of it right i mean um, transmutation and um, I really do hope that, you know, the rest of the, the healing journey for you and, and growth and development goes really, really well. Sounds like you've got some really promising projects in your life taking place in the next, you know, few years. Um, and it's been an absolute pleasure to, to be friends with you, to, to ca- check in and catch up with you every now oh. and then and when you become like super duper famous at least if you'd ever want to use like a hotel now i actually have a spot you know hey you know, like it got three <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying awesome awesome um okay that's that's all we've got time for so thank you so much amina really appreciate it and um i look forward to catching up with you very soon of course you have a wonderful day and you take care and you
That's all we've got time for on the Curious Anarchy podcast. This is the Capricorn edition of the Astrology Story series. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.